0: SECTION SEVENTEEN OF BIRDS AND NATURE, VOLUME 11, NUMBER 2, FEBRUARY 1902. THIS IS A LIBRIVOX RECORDING. ALL LIBRIVOX RECORDINGS ARE IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN. FOR MORE INFORMATION, OR TO VOLUNTEER, PLEASE VISIT LIBRIVOX.ORG. RECORDING BY BETTY B. THE DOMESTIC CAT In the old, old writings of the sacred Sanskrit language, that ancient language of the Hindus, Nearly two thousand years ago, reference was made to the domestic cat. And so we know that cats existed long ago and are a very ancient animal. But by means of pictures, we are able to trace their origin to still earlier times, for the Egyptian monuments abound in pictured cats, and stranger yet, in Egypt are found mummies of both the domestic and common jungle cat. How very important it must have been considered think of burying the body of every forlorn luckless cat and then realize the pains taken not only to give it a burial but to preserve it for ages to come and this the egyptians did for doubtless it was to them the most sacred of all sacred animals herodotus says that when one of their houses was on fire they first thought of saving the cat and afterward considered the matter of putting out the fire also When a cat died they cut off their own hair as a sign of mourning when a person unintentionally caused the death of one of these animals he forfeited his life we can readily imagine that small boys did not find amusement in chasing and plaguing stray cats at that period of the world's existence while we really do not absolutely know where the ancestors of our modern cat were found it is the general opinion that the egyptian cat was the first to be domesticated and that it gradually spread northward and eastward and westward although the spotted cats of india may have had a different origin in the tenth century the cat had reached Wales, as laws were recorded fixing the price of domestic cats and also penalties were fixed for their ill-treatment and killing after a kitten caught its first mouse its value was doubled and a mother cat was expected to have perfect eyes ears and claws to know how to catch mice and how to bring up her kittens properly the domestic cat is so common an animal that we do not realize how very interesting the study of it may become first of all we must remember that our pet kittens belong to that important division of animals known as the cat tribe and which include such ferocious and feared beasts as the lion the tiger the wildcat, the leopard the panther and many others less common and less generally known all of these animals are most symmetrical and graceful all have the round head set on a stout neck the limbs of moderate length the long tail and the soft fur which correspond in general color to its native surroundings because they are beasts of prey the teeth are adapted to life-destroying action the tongue is thick and muscular with fine horny thorns which point toward the throat with these the animal can most beautifully smooth and dress its hair as well as strip the meat from off the bone when making a meal the claws ordinarily drawn up and out of sight make an effective weapon when the angry animal stretches its paws on account of its cushioned feet its step is silent and stealthy all cats can jump many times their own length and most species are great climbers the sense of hearing is most acute and they see well at short range the sense of touch is extremely well developed and the most sensitive organ is the whiskers a cat with the whiskers cut off is indeed in a most uncomfortable position it is at a loss to know what to do the sense of smell is not very acute Our domestic cat shares all these qualities with the other members of the cat tribe, but it has many valuable qualities of its own. It is much more intelligent than people are willing to concede. It is often compared with the dog, but they are so entirely different that it is an unfair comparison. The dog becomes very dependent upon man, while the cat has kept a certain amount of individuality and independence through all its generations of domestic life when a cat is very much petted it develops an affection for its master but otherwise it becomes more attached to the house and locality in which it lives preferring to return to its old home and live among strangers rather than to follow its owner to a new home how remarkable is the fact that no one can cause a cat to alight except upon its feet no matter how short or long may be the distance from which it jumps or is thrown a cat can also swim though in the main it abhors the water occasionally its great appetite for fish will overcome its dislike of getting wet and it will jump into a pond and do its own fishing mr scheitlin understandably describes the cat in the following language the cat is an animal of a high order of intelligence its bodily structure alone indicates this it is a pretty diminutive lion a tiger on a small scale. It shows the most complete symmetry of form, no one part of it too large or too small. That its every detail is rounded and beautiful is even shown by an examination of the skull, which is more symmetrical than that of any other animal. Its movements are undulating and graceful to the extent that it seems to have no bones. We value our cats too slightly because we detest their thievish propensities fear their claws and love their enemy, the dog, and we are not able to show equal friendship and admiration for those two opposite natures. Let us examine the cat's qualities. We are impressed by its agility, yet its mind is as flexible as its body. Its cleanliness of habit is as much a matter of mental bias as physical choice, for it is constantly licking and cleaning itself. Every hair of its fur must be in perfect order it never forgets as much as the tip of its nail it has a discriminating sensibility as to both color and sound for it knows man by his dress and by his voice it possesses an excellent understanding of locality and practices it for it prowls through an entire neighborhood through basements and garrets and over roofs and hay sheds without bewilderment it is an ideally local animal and if the family moves it either declines to accompany them or if carried to a new residence returns at the first opportunity to the old homestead and it is remarkable how unerringly it will find its way back even when carried away in a sack for a distance of several miles large families are the custom with cats for usually five or six kittens are born at one time as these cunning little objects are totally blind for nine days after birth the devoted mother cat must work industriously to properly care for them and especially to preserve them from danger they must be hidden away from harm as the father cat would be perfectly willing to devour them and would attack them as readily as he would a rat or a mouse the mother cat lifts her helpless little ones very tenderly by compressing the skin of their necks between her lips and gently carries them to a place of safety while attending to the duties of motherhood the cat is in a sympathetic frame of mind and will sometimes care for the young of other animals as well as for her own mr Brem tells us that when a boy he brought a little squirrel yet blind to one of his cats which accepted the strange child among her own and tenderly cared for it and after her own kittens had been given away she regarded it with increased affection they became inseparable companions and understood each other perfectly though each talked in its own language cats frequently form friendships for other animals and even dogs and cats become friendly in spite of the impression to the contrary while living in a large city where yards were small and infrequent i was the happy owner of a beautiful tree which stood near the rear of the house there were many pet cats in the neighborhood and all delighted to visit my tree undoubtedly some were attracted by the english sparrows which were almost omnipresent among the upper branches but all enjoyed clawing stretching and scratching up the friendly trunk one day a strange kitten appeared and although smallest and youngest of all the cats by its superior intelligence it soon became king among them and ruled them all causing many a commotion in the previously tranquil group this young cat gained entrance to my next-door neighbor's house and made itself at home with an i am come to stay air. in fact it refused to be evicted and by its determined persistence became a member of the household the other family pet was an old pug dog jack cross and uninteresting but tolerated because he gave some amusement to an invalid daughter of the family Jack jealous and annoyed, received the newcomer in the most hostile manner, and the kitten seemed to take special delight in tormenting the dog in every possible way. In fact, the lack of harmony between the pets became so annoying that it was decided to sacrifice the kitten, and it was taken to a remote place. For a number of weeks, quiet prevailed in the rear yards of the neighborhood, but in time, to everyone's surprise, the cat reappeared and refused to be turned away its courage and daring won recognition and again it was received into the family circle i wondered what jack would do now that the kitten was restored to favor about this time business called me from the city and some time elapsed before my return on reaching home again one night i heard the dog crying and whining till nearly morning i could not imagine the cause but to my astonishment learned the next day that the dog and cat had become such firm friends that the dog was perfectly inconsolable when the cat was absent and as his kingship had chosen to wander outside that particular night the dog had mourned for hours in fact after causing the family a sleepless night his master was obliged to rise and punish him before he would cease his cries such devotion put to flight all my previous theories of the inborn antagonism between cats and dogs The different varieties of domestic cats are distinguished from one another by the difference of color length of hair or more rarely length of tail the cats of india are spotted those of the isle of man are practically tailless but the european cats are commonly tabby black white sandy tortoiseshell dun gray or the so-called blue the most beautiful of all are the highly prized persian or angora cats with their long, silky hair and bushy tails. John Ainsley End of Section 17